Holloway announcement has been paid for by Crackleheads Everywhere. Emerald City Comic Con weekend just got a whole lot nerdier with Cracklefest 10 on March 13th from the legendary Hard Rock Cafe in Seattle. Hosted by the Mike Seibert Radio Podcast. That's me! Come celebrate 10 years of Cracklefest and nerd rock while Kirby Crackle plays the entire E for Everyone album. Joined by special guests coming in all the way from Denver, H2 Awesome. Live looping and mermaid pop from singer songwriter Emily McVicker. Advanced tickets are $15 and $20 at the door. Show starts at 8 30 with doors opening at 8 p.m. For more information, visit KirbyCrackleMusic.com. You're down the street, anyways, for the con, so why not come down and rock with your nerd out? Crackle Fest 10. talk a little bit if we can teasing into the future because uh there's a you've put out a viral tease that uh that folks are really excited about in fact uh i i don't know if you realized how excited folks would be uh for that uh for that uh a quick teaser for crackle fest 10 coming up on march 13th um at the at the hard rock during emerald city comic-con weekend uh yeah it's just yeah it, it just kind of like hit and just really resonated with folks in a big bad way well it's, it's the 10th year of that too it's kind of it's just, we, we always joke in the band like people are gonna be so happy when this 10 year stuff is yep. done right because as in, <laughs> as in a perfect world i'm sorry in, in a very nerd rock way yeah. the 10 year the 10 year anniversary of kirby crackle which is now wrapping up yep. ends right before crackle fest 10 so last year we almost iphone x'd it we call it where we skip iphone 9 Right. We just go to, we skip Crackle Fest nine. <laughs> we just go to Crackle Fest ten. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean it's Crackle Fest ten, Crackle Fest X. So what better way to incorporate the X Men in that? So we mm-hmm. have our official uh, poster coming out in a few days. Um, did a little quick teaser online about that and saw that people dug the whole X Men tie in. So that was cool and it made me more excited about uh, the awesome Ryan Fisher art that will be coming out in a couple days. Ooh, I love but, yes, his you stuff. Are coming Ryan is awesome. Yeah. We did something special for this one. Again, just like the composer stuff, I said, well, how about this? And he goes, well, how about this? I'm like, yep, that's why you're the artist. Very good. Uh, and so um, announcing the lineup for the first time here, we have a, a wonderful singer-songwriter uh, who specializes in what she calls mer-pop, oh. uh, mermaid-themed pop, uh, Emily McVicker, Seattle's own Emily McVicker. Uh, using her wonderful looping skills. If you guys are familiar with Ed Sharon's work, his earlier work, she does a lot of that kind of thing. It's really fun. Great personality, fantastic player, such a funny woman. She's great. And selfishly, I am bringing back H2 Awesome from L.A. Nice. uh, Because those are my dudes and a lot of fun. 
I love those guys. They're uh, they are a blast. I, uh, I yeah, they're I, a blast, and and we're so glad to have you back. You did a great job last year, thank and you. again, this is the first time I told this anywhere. This is a Mike Cyber exclusive, mm-hmm. but uh, the Kirby Crackle um, set will be E for Everyone played front to back. Whoa! Okay, now that that's pretty awesome. That's it's gonna be ten years in, in February. I'm sorry, March since we released that. So it's gonna be Kirby Crackle, E for Everyone, front to back. It's still one of our uh, fan favorite albums, and uh, we did it once a long time ago at a show that was not very well attended in Seattle on a weeknight, mm-hmm. and we're like, we're gonna do this again when everyone's gonna be in town. So we're doing that, and of course we'll play some other stuff too. But that's gonna be the focus. If that's your favorite record. If you know all the words of that record, come and sing ladder to me. We we want you to be there. Oh man, and and that's awesome because like um, of your jams that have the audience participation parts, this one's got the audience participation parts. So I uh, yes, it does. I could not be more uh, excited. This is uh, that that's going to be incredible. So that is going to be Crackle Fest X. Are, are we calling it X? We calling it ten? What a what, I mean, can I can I come up and do some like X? Going to give it to you while I, while I'm hosting up there. Uh, please, um, please do all of that. Please do all of that. I'm going to get you a DMX t-shirt, and it's going to be totally awkward and amazing. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I, I assure you, I will be doing none of that. <laughs> but, be like, There's a prize tonight for every DMX lyric from the debut album that I put into the introduction of the band, if you can point it out. It's like a bingo game. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, I'm going I'm to do something with that. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, man. But the show is Crackle Fest 10. That is going to be Friday, March 13th at the iconic Hard Rock Cafe in downtown Seattle, just uh, a couple short blocks uh, walk from the Washington State Convention Center, home of the Emerald City Comic Con. Um, so yeah, that's a that that is going to be a stacked lineup. That is going to be a whole lot of fun. I cannot wait uh, for these uh, for these shows and kind of this culmination of ten years of nerd rock. It's been uh, it's been a hell of a ride. Yeah, it's, it's been a it's been a lot of a lot, and I'm trying to remember <laughs> all of it. I'm trying to write stuff down as I remember like things to talk about, stories to tell. Yeah. I was I, I think I think with ten years we hit the mark where I just can't off the top of my head list everyone who has played at a Crackle Fest. So it's time to do a, a little better job documenting that and archiving that on my end. But I have all the posters, and and I keep thinking it'd be so cool to put together some kind of you know digital art book or art book someday from all those great posters that people have done over yeah. the years. Uh, and then, and then moving forward to where we're going to go all together after that. Cool. All right. So, um, uh, something we haven't talked about, uh, recently is, um, let's, uh, let's talk about your Patreon. I, j- I just think it's a, a really cool way to connect with fans. And yeah, I just thought, uh, thought we would jump on that for, for a couple minutes. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. So, um, it was complete, excuse me, completed five years of Patreon, and that was in uh, in August. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, just five years of covers, eight bit versions of Kirby Crackle songs, acoustic version of Kirby Crackle songs, uh, alternate versions, live stuff like when we'll play at Microsoft or play at D twenty three, and recording that and getting that out to fans, and just kind of like a musical diary month to month. Mm-hmm. I, you know, it's it's kind of like my version of what you do. I think it's like my version of a podcast where people can. Yeah tune in and kind of see where my head is at right then. 
you know, of course, like with all subscription services, we've had people leave, we've had people come, there's been ebbs and flows and, and, and patronage. Um, but there's been a core group of people that have been there from the very beginning. And, and I think that tells me that they're getting something out of it. So that's great. You know, there is feedback. Uh, Patreon's a little different in, in the fact that it's not like a Facebook group. I don't think where everyone's talking and, and giving feedback all the time, but the feedback that I do get is like, keep it coming. Yeah. So uh, I keep it coming and, and about every, you know, we're due for another one every three years or so. I, I put out kind of a best of uh, the fan club for people who, who want to see what it's like. And, mm-hmm. and that's kind of the deal I have with, with patrons. It's like, you know, it's exclusive for four months. And what I choose to do with it after that is, is, is our mutually agreed upon mm-hmm. situation. Um, but usually a lot of stuff doesn't make it out. Cause I, I still want to keep it simple and exclusive and, yeah. and make people feel like they're part of a, a club, which they are. Awesome. And it's, you know, it's a, it's a lot of acoustic stuff. It's a lot of like super personal stuff and, and some really weird stuff also. <laughs> a lot, a lot of songs some about really yogurt. Yeah. Well, we have like one song about yogurt, right? Is there two? Is there one? I, I think, I think it's just the one, but it's, it's just kind of like one of those oh. weird perception is reality type of things. It feels, it feels like two, but it's like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. it feels like, why is the song still going? Yeah. It should be done. No, oh, yeah, it's, it's called, it's uh, it's <laughs> It's called Fruit at the Bottom. That's right. <laughs> and it's I wanted I want to make like a Keith Sweat Trist twisted yogurt song. Uh, and that really is like my joy, I think. Yeah. Songs like that are really what I hope at the end of the day I'm known for. Like a what the hell is this? Uh this shouldn't exist. It's like a it's like a lung with eyes and a mustache that's just going, Kill me, kill me. <laughs> like only fire will work. You know what I mean? Yes. Like why does this exist? I'm not supposed to be made right um and then and then like you know a song about skippy peanut butter bites um which is a fun one mm-hmm. which i thought was just kind of kind of be a ha-ha but people say that's like one of your best songs you've done so it's really well written know. i love it yep. <laughs> it's you know well it, and actually i'm performing a comedy set uh this this is going to happen before this is out mm-hmm. uh but i'm performing a comedy set uh, in the Royal Room in Columbia City, and I'm going to do some kind of Andy Kaufman-esque stuff this time where I'm not really going to do a, 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 a spoken jokes, mm-hmm. but I'm going to um, set a bunch of Skippy peanut butter cup tubs out on every table. And before I play the song, we're going to open them up and we're going to try them together. And then I'm going to play the song just so we're all on the same page. Oh my gosh, that's that's amazing! And uh, which my wife says that sounds creepy as hell, Kyle. And I go, hey, I'm not going to like open them up beforehand. They're not like a little ziploc. Right. Like these are. <laughs> She's like, that's not what I'm talking about. I, mean, I don't understand. And I'm and I'm just going to do it because because as we said many times in the show, Mike yes. Yolo. Okay. Quite so. Quite so. And yeah. and and on that, how's uh how's your comedy been going? Is that is that been kind of trucking along and evolving? Yeah, man. It's uh. Thanks for asking. The comedy thing for me exists in a space of no personal pressure. I do that enough with music, <laughs> with yeah. stuff like that, and, and caring about the outcome of things. With comedy, I'm just along for the ride. <laughs> and my when my buddies want to do a show, I'll do it. But I I enjoy doing um social commentary there that I don't get to do with music. And, and it's funny. It's like my parents say to me, you know, when I started doing this. They, I said, it seems weird for me to do. And they go, no, you've just been an entertainer your whole life. It seems mm-hmm. normal. I don't really think of myself as an entertainer. I think of myself as someone who just kind of comments on things going on. Um, but I think with the comedy thing, I'm like, okay, this is 
entertaining. And I think I've tried to embrace that a little bit more and seeing what I can get away with. Basically, my stand-up is like, what can I get away with? Ah, I like um, it. So that's where that exists. That's where it exists for me. Well, and that's kind of what stand-up is, too, right? You know, I mean, just kind of like pushing boundaries, pushing the envelope, uh, YOLO, if you will. <laughs> yes, YOLO, if you will, big capital Y-O-L-O. <laughs> I love it. I uh I I don't think that that 40-year-old men should be talking about YOLO. Not not to be super gatekeeper yeah. guy, but it is it is a weird look at times. Um and uh and here and, we are. And, and uh speaking of, that's kind of what I wanted to close out with because like we um the last time we spoke again, which was over a year ago, um I I think uh, you were still several months away from that uh, from that landmark birthday, and now here we are. You've uh, you have turned like uh, like so much sour milk. Um, how's uh, how's how's life post forty? I just kind of fallen apart, Mike. You know, uh, no. <laughs> yes, I, I do know. I, I had a you do know. You know, just uh, just basically, it's like uh, God. Alanis Morissette has just flipped a switch, and everything's just falling off the rails. No. Um, I, I'll put it in a metaphor like this. Uh, I got a one wheel last year, if you're familiar with those. Uh, they are the electric skateboard, you know, not, not like a Segway, uh, but, or not like a boosted board, but like the one wheel and you lean forward and it goes and you lean back and it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And so that was my um, 40 crisis purchase of last year. And I just basically was part of my little girl's scooter gang at the end of the cul-de-sac, <laughs> a bunch of four to seven-year-olds, and then me. And I even got, I mean, made sure mine had pink inlay on the side so I, I fit in. I love that. Um, so, uh, so this is the story, and we'll end here. Me said, "Hey, go for it," you know, as we shouldn't say YOLO, and uh, and just do it and live say and just live your life. So I went out there, and I crashed so bad <laughs> before my party, and I limped back to my house with blood running up my arm and my jacket all tore up, and then got dressed in bandages and went to my fortieth party. So that's. That's how 40's going, and I'd say pretty good. I love it. I love it. And I, I gently tease about the yellow stuff. You know, we're, we're all about yeah, that. Yeah, oh, I know. We're all about that yellow swag. Oh, I, I, should, I should never say it, but, you know, how am I going to sell merchandise if I don't, you know? <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, you, you still got a, a couple bites at that My Name's Not Kirby uh, uh, t-shirt idea that you could throw out there, too. It's coming. Very cool. It's coming. All right. Uh, Kyle Stevens, this has been a blast. There is never enough time for us to hang out. Uh, but um, but before we part ways for now, could you remind folks uh, where we can connect with you on the Internet, uh, find all of that Kirby Crackle music, and how we can get in touch with you out on the social medias? Yes, uh, KirbyCrackleMusic.com on Instagram at Kyle Stevens Music. If you search hashtag NerdRock, I'll probably pop up in the first 10 little threads right there um youtube at kirby crackle music and uh gonna make my way to the tiktoks but still trying to figure out what that looks like oh my Uh, god it's a a wild west out there but but we can't die yet you know okay boomer (laughs) okay boomer exactly (laughs) it's so funny i you know folks will ask me sometimes it's like hey do you do you use tiktok i'm like no because i'm an adult but but uh, different strokes for different. But you're different a fun folks. adult. Exactly. But you're a yes. fun adult. I try. You'd be great at it. I try. I, I might have to try out a one wheel. I don't know. We'll see. Hey, come <laughs> die on mine. It's trying to kill you. Don't get me wrong. It is trying to kill you. But it's can you kill it first? <laughs> I 
love that. And uh, and with that, uh, a reminder that on Friday, March 13th, during Emerald City Comic Con weekend, it's Crackle Fest 10, uh, celebrating, uh, kind of capping off the last gasps of the celebration of 10 years of Nerd Rock that is going to be at the Hard Rock Cafe. And we're, uh, we are super excited for that. And um, Kyle, it's always a pleasure. Any, uh, any uh, parting thoughts before, uh, uh, before we go our separate ways? You know, all I can say is wear your helmet, Mike. I gotta come. I gotta come in with the dad life here and just say wear your helmet. That is, you know what? That is a lifestyle decision that I can embrace fully. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Well, uh, for Mike Cybert Radio, my name is Mike, and this is Kyle from Kirby Crackle. And until next time, make good choices. <laughs> make good choices. <laughs> And if you like what you heard and would like to listen to the full episode, check out episode 253 of Mike Seibert Radio. We discussed the Kirby Crackle and the Nerd Rock Orchestra event at the Triple Door. Uh, You can find that further back in the podcast feed. Uh, There's also a link in the show notes as well. And I also mention that because if you are a part of the Kirby Crackle Patreon, we talked about it uh, just a minute ago, you'll already know that this month's fan club exclusive is the full set all of the songs from that one time only show and it's it's uh, really great I may be biased because I'm a fan uh, but if you have not joined the Kirby Crackle Patreon yet this might be a good time to do so and if you'd like to know even more about Crackle Fest 10 check out my interviews with Emily McVicker and members of H2 Awesome as well as Crackle Fest poster artist Ryan Fisher along with great conversations with other cool folks in the local geek community talking about panels, after parties, and other cool stuff you can check out during Emerald City Comic Con weekend as well. And that will do it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to listen to our past shows, subscribe on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Like, share, rate, and review the show. Five stars, please. Mike Seibert Radio is produced by Dave Sanders. Special thanks to Andrew and Benny for lending their voices to our promo for mike cybert radio my name is mike we'll see you at crackle fest 10 and until next time make good choices you've been listening to the mike cybert radio podcast follow us on facebook twitter and instagram by searching at mike cybert radio email us at mike cybert radio at gmail.com the spelling on that of course is s-e-i-b-e-r-t Call into the voicemail hotline at 231-224-MIKE. Once again, that's 231-224-6453. Special thanks to Michael Geisler for our theme music. For more like it, check out bydoormusic.com. This has been a Mike Seibert Radio Production. <laughs>